feel like we should have our own we should have our own intro song. We by have episode intro, we have intro music. I'm saying like episode ten, we need to be on there rapping or singing or something. I'm not rapping. <laughs> I'm just playing. All right, start the thing. <laughs> it's already started recording. I oh, told shit. you. <laughs> Anyways. Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of Bitch. Listen to this. I'm Nisha. I'm Roya. And that was literally us off the cuff. Just Yeah, you know. I just had a thought and I didn't know she pressed play. I said, okay, we're live. I was in thought. You So when you're in thought, <laughs> I'm supposed to know when you're in thought. That's hard. <laughs> My face be like, that's so raven. <laughs> that's true. You do, you do kind of stare off when you're thinking. Because it'd be good thoughts. It do. But <clears throat> right now, let's talk about the show, not your thoughts. <laughs> which I guess technically are our thoughts. Very true. I'm going to apologize in advance. My voice has been hoarse for like two months now, I think. Mm-hmm. I got sick one time from us kids at school, and my voice has been fucked up ever since. So, so we getting Roy with a deep, sensual, scratchy <laughs> voice <laughs> this episode. This is my after hours voice. Well, hey, after hours. After work Roy. hours. After I didn't screamed all day in the gym. That's my after. You know, hours. that's a perfect segue for me to ask you. How are you doing? I am doing great. Honestly, I'm okay. Wait. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. I won't say great. There's some people in my life lately that have had me fucked up. And I'm trying to figure out in my soul how to forgive them and move on mm-hmm. and love them with the love of the Lord, but still say fuck them and that they don't do nothing for me. So I'm working on that. But other than that, I'm great. I think that's that's a very authentic response <laughs> i just like, I was like i'm great but like hold on i'm not yeah oh um, nice how about you me i mean i cried last week during work because i mean you were in the room with me when yeah. you saw like i had gotten an email and i, I felt bad the edge i mean i didn't want you to feel bad it wasn't you it was just i had a very rough day and it's just like my with my job a lot of my work is writing emails and stuff. And I'm trying to actually the last year I have gotten really good at detaching and not feeling frustration when other people drop the ball or take it as a reflection on me. But like when you send like three emails asking for stuff or like sending timelines or sending like instructions or asking questions and nobody replies back to you, it, it makes you feel like, like shit, why, why are you shitting my cereal? Why are you making my life hard? Well, pause. And what the fuck are they even doing? It's like, because I'm, I'm not going to go into deep details. It's like, if I am the project coordinator or project manager over this thing that you want, please don't change your mind 5011 times. Or I hate when the the team that like the people I'm working with the clients they don't talk to one another so one person wants something and then somebody else wants something else so oh like, you so gotta one, be the middleman right I feel like a middleman so like in one one email dude was like well we want this this and this but I know I gave you like eight pages of paper with this stuff information but we want it all on one infographic and I'm just like how the hell am I gonna fit all of this into one page <laughs> page of paper and y'all can't even figure out what you want. And it's just like, it feels like, an, it's felt, it just felt like an attack on me. Like, well, you didn't give us what we wanted. I'm like, you don't even know what you want. Right. And then like. Figure it the fuck out and come back another time. Exactly. And then it's like, I, I had had like four different interactions like that in one day. And I was just over it. Yeah. So, but you know, I got a good boss and a good director who support me. And. I feel empowered to tell people to like go figure out what you want and then come back to me. I'm a manager now. <laughs> Don't yeah, come to me unless you know what the fuck you want. You know, and another great you are full if you of great can, segues. If you can put that in an email, oh, make I, that your um your signature. I wish I could put that in email. <laughs> I, we were at a happy hour one time and my boss was like, What would you want your email address to be? I was like, No reply. <laughs> and, and they were just like, damn, that is a good one. I'm like, yeah, because like they would actually think that they're not supposed to reply back to me. And I could send so many emails out and nobody would bother me. That so, is true. That's a good one. Thank you. I was over here trying to think what mine would be, but. Shut up and sit down. <laughs> Stop running. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Discipline y'all kids. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Keep your sick kids at home. Oh, man. Jesus. We, we are almost out of the winter season. I feel like we just need to make it to spring break and nobody get you sick. Yeah. God willing. Amen to that. Yeah. But I think that covers our, our to-do list for starting the show. Yeah, let's, what's our topic? Today, we are talking about dating. Yeah, that was Roy taking a big sigh right then. <laughs> <laughs> dating. Yeah, I mean, as an adult, I feel like from when we were kids to like when you get older and what you think dating is, and then when yeah. you find out what dating actually is, it's just like somebody lied. Hell yeah. The movies, the TV shows, the oh yeah, people that be acting like they in love. Hell yeah. It's all, I don't know. We're, we're going to get into it, but let's kick things off with when did you start dating? <laughs> I, I think I went on my first real date in like junior college. Because, mm-hmm. you know, back in the day, like high school and stuff, you know, people still had cooties and shit. Not cooties. <laughs> no, mentally, I just wasn't. I wasn't there for dating. I wasn't there for people. I wasn't there for life mentally. So dating wasn't like one of my top things. Mm-hmm. I think my first date I went on was in junior college. That's a decent time. Yeah. I feel like um, for me, my first date I know was like the fall of my senior year in high school who, who was it that dude mike from where he went to juliet west oh okay we met like, oh i do remember that yeah okay yeah, he came to the house that one time mm-hmm. um yeah so we dated yeah or we actually no i can't say we dated dated we went on a date <laughs> and then it was like on again like on again off again like talking oh so but I was very similar with like date when I started dating because I won't say I was stunted from dating as much as it was like I still want to get pregnant in high school. <laughs> I, well, <laughs> but mom and daddy kind of scarred us a little. Yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at. I'm like, don't no have offense. Sex and don't do this because you will get pregnant in <laughs> What was like it's not like they or never told me. Right. It was a sin. And like it's first of all, it's like I it wasn't that I saw it dating would lead to sex but like when you are in high school and you hear so many people having sex with yeah. their boyfriends and stuff it's like in my head i was like you know what it's easier for me to make sure i don't get pregnant can't get pregnant if you don't if you ain't around boys right like that was my idea of it but then i realized when i got older like dog i don't really know how to go about dating because most of my life i was so worried about getting pregnant Again, not that I was planning on having sex with anybody at that yeah. age. It was just like. That's just what you put it two and two together. I as. put two and two together as like dating. And then, you know what's crazy about that? Because like I decided to focus on school and college and like not really invest time with dating and boys. Everybody would always ask me like, why you got a boyfriend? Why don't you have a boyfriend? In yeah. high school. And I'm just like, and I would just give them the same response. Like, I just want to focus on getting into college. I don't. And I also just saw dating in high school as a waste of time because it's like. Do you really stay together with your high school sweetheart? That stuff was messy. It was. A lot of Real times. Messy. Remember when we were at school that one time and that boyfriend and girlfriend were arguing with one another? No, nah, girl. I don't remember school. Oh, girl. This boy threw, like, had the girl pinned up against the, the locker. Oh, hell no. It was, it was bad. It was. But the point is, like, I just felt like my life would be easier to handle and manage. Like, being, growing up is hard enough. I didn't want, I didn't feel like trying to navigate Adding love. somebody else growing up too with it. Yeah, love and emotions. And then like, I don't know. Do you, I just never really believed in high school sweethearts and people staying together all that time. I feel like I did, but only because of the movies and TV shows and shit. Yeah. Or like, you know, I don't know. Like, I feel like when I was younger, I had like timelines. So I wasn't really worried about it. I'm like, well, by this time, I'll probably be married and. Or I'll be dating and I'll have kids and stuff. And now that I pass my timeline, it's like, well, whatever yeah. happens is gonna happen. I'm not gonna lie, I was the same way. Because when you're 17 and you be thinking about like, well, you're gonna get married one day and have kids one day, I just, I also just operate on a timeline of like, 
yeah, I mean, I'll probably get married by, you know, 24, 25, have mm-hmm. my kids before I turn 30. Here I am at 32, not not having kids <laughs> yet. Not, not married. Not married yet. And that, but like, I am in a relationship that I'm happy in and I'm glad I didn't rush to just like be with somebody out of fear of like, oh, I had to hit, I had to be married and be with somebody by a certain age. Cause like, I definitely got pressure from people. And I will say that really had me messed up and it made me be with somebody who I shouldn't have been with at yeah. that time. And I, yeah, we can go into that. Well, as we go through this conversation. Yeah. yeah. So you asked the next one. Uh, do you remember what your first date was? Yeah, we went to the movies to go see, I think it was Thor. Uh, Dark World. Wow, you had a good memory. I th- I know it was a Thor movie. Y'all ignore the train. We have beef with that bitch. <laughs> I hate her. That train put me to sleep at night. What time is it? It's past my bedtime. It is seven fifty six. Oh, never mind. Wrong Monday. train. <laughs> it's a train that come through and it's heavy. And yeah. I be in the bed and it shake the bed a little bit, make you feel like somebody rocking you to sleep. I hate when it. <laughs> you love when it rocks you. I hate. We should not be feeling the house shake it feels from a great. train. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> yeah, I think it, I know we went to the movies. I can't fa- say for certain what it was. I'm pretty sure it was like a Thor movie, though. Mm. Uh, what about you? I don't remember. I just remember who it was. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember to be exact. Do you want to tell who it was? I'm. You don't have to. We no, it was a it was a guy from junior college that played on a boys basketball team. I just really I'm over here thinking I can't remember where we went. I mean, it was over like 10 years ago, so yeah. I ain't going to give you hey, that. Hey, relax. <laughs> Don't make me feel so old. <laughs> You're not over 10 years ago. You were still in your 20s. Or not your 20s. You are you were in your teens. Yeah, it was. So shush. 10 years ago for me, I was 22. How do you feel now? I feel bad for you that you're old. Damn. <laughs> I just lay asshole. I hope more people learn from this podcast where it could be an ass in a great way, but damn. I said it with a smiling straight face. Yes, a smiling straight face. Anyways, <laughs> how quick do you pick up on red flags in dating? Ooh, that's a hard question for me. Mm-hmm. I think after dating the people that I've dated, it's hard to tell what's a red flag and what's not nowadays. Mm-hmm. So I pick up on everything very quickly. Like, if you tell me, I want to do this with you, and I want to spend time with you, and I want to blah, 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 this and this, and we're almost 30, and then you say, oh, but I don't have a car. And then you say, but that's just because I don't want to buy a car. Mm-hmm. To me, that's a red flag. Okay. Because I feel like you are assuming that I'm about to be coming to pick you up and drive us everywhere to do this. Yeah. Which, if it was a situation where something had happened, you didn't have a car, and I actually knew you, I would be okay with it. Mm-hmm. But if I didn't know you and we just talking and you start off with this, that's a red fucking flag. I mean, I, I feel like we do preferences to prove for people. Roy is not an elitist. This is just actual experience she had. <laughs> She's not a snob. It's just I get it though because like at twenty eight years yes. old, if you and like people who don't, I, I know people who don't have cars because like they live in the city. Yeah, but they know how to get the fuck around. Exactly because like they'll make a way to get around. But I'm like, it's not your problem to try to figure it out. They should be prepared to. If you're old, if you're ready to date, you got to be ready to be able to get to the person you're dating mm-hmm. and. That may cost you a grip. You might have to go ahead and start rent, doing a day rent, rental of cars. <laughs> they do that, though. They got apps for that. Uh, Uber Turo. Got, Turo. Uber got um, drive share where you can, somebody has a car and you can they'll leave it at a location. You can get it. So, like, there's options. There's <laughs> Not options. you trying to help out the people. I'm just saying there are <laughs> options. There are many options. So, yeah, no, I feel you. I mean... For me, with the red flags, I think I give people, I, I kind of give baseball rules. It's like three strikes. Because, like, if somebody can explain to me or, like, I'm not going to be so super quick. I used to be very quick to cutting people off mm-hmm. and just being like, no. But then I've kind of, like, been more open and patient 
to like understanding where people are coming from with different things. But I also feel like people will very quickly take care, take advantage of your patience and your Thank openness you. because mm-hmm. they feel like, oh, this person will likes me a lot or loves me or cares about me a lot. Um, they gonna do that. But I feel like obviously if something becomes a habit two times, I'm already done picked up on it. I'm like, nah, nah, this ain't this ain't all right. Yeah, something wrong. Something definitely wrong. And it's like it could be something as simple as like yelling at me is a big one for me. Oh, like, you got me fucked up if you, you got me, yell at you me. You got me all the way fucked up if you think you gonna yell at me or like and I mean that is like it's not like we're playing, it's not like we're joking. I mean like Oh no! You, like honestly, that's probably the one that like is a strike. It's immediately a <laughs> nope. I'm not doing this no more, because there's yelling at somebody playfully or whatever. But like this happened one time, and I was like, yeah, I'm ready to break up. <laughs> <laughs> it it was with the last one. Oh yeah, and it was like you should tell me, girl. We could have went and slid his tires. He didn't have any tires to slit because he didn't have a car. Oh god, another red flag. <laughs> red flag, bitch. <laughs> When he said he decided he didn't want a car no more because he had to pay for the stickers and all the stuff for Chicago and whatnot, I'm like, I guess that makes sense. But you also gonna be paying for Ubers to get around the city. You, as yeah, much as you at that do. point, if if you moving around a lot to different places, you might as well have a car. I just feel like having a car feels like a not. It's a necessity for some people and in other people. If you can truly live somewhere and not need a car, great. But if you gotta call up somebody at least two times a month, like your friends who do have cars. To ask them to do some shit? Yeah. Then, yeah, yeah no. No. <laughs> I feel like you need, it's time for you to figure it out. <laughs> What's but, another red flag you got? Uh, Another one, so I said yelling. Destroying things, like breaking things. If somebody oh, no, upset, we don't do that crazy shit. Yeah, no, I mean, like, if some... And I mean, like, if somebody going, like, has something and they get so upset... That like they, I'm trying to like if, if it was mine personally, that's never happened to me. Yeah, but I'm saying like that would be another red flag where I'm just like I ain't, I'm not dealing with it because what you're not about to do is because if you're willing to break something that feels like you're one step away from hurting me. Yeah. Um, what about you? I got a lot, girl. <laughs> um, if they don't believe in God, red flag. Yeah. If they show controlling ways, red flag. If they are. Like, really early on comparing, like, careers and money. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's a red flag. If they don't take care of themselves, mm-hmm. I feel like that's a red flag. If they are at our age and don't at least got a job, mm-hmm. that's a red flag. If they don't got a relationship with their family. Six. Okay, continue. <laughs> if they don't got a relationship with anybody in their family. That's a red flag. Mm-hmm. If they don't eat fruit snacks. Is it, what? That's a red flag. <laughs> okay, continue. Any I'm just more? playing with the last one. But you sure about that? I mean, fruit snacks are very vital to life, but anyways. To your life. Um, if they don't got a phone. Who doesn't have a phone? Girl, you, I have met some people. You're right. This world is wild. You're right. Red um, flag. I think, oh, I hate when people like, so I will say this. I don't mind somebody who can take control of the situation. A situation, not me. Right. But like, I'll put it this way. I'm tired sometimes of always being in charge and taking care of shit. So I do like having somebody who wants to be in control of things, but they have to respect my independence because there's a difference. And then some people don't understand that fine line of like, I am an independent woman. I'm going to do things myself. I'm going to grab my things. If you truly don't want me to, like, because, like. Ooh, grab my things. <laughs> go, girl. <laughs> but I'm saying, you know what I mean? Like, you got to, we've been raised to be independent. Like, yeah. daddy always told us. Don't wait you, for no man to do nothing for you. I'm not yes. saying that I don't want somebody to do something for yeah. me. Yeah. But I know that I could do things for myself. Exactly. Like, I like that my boyfriend will open doors for me and that he truly wants me. He wants, he doesn't want me to open a single door when he's around. But he also respects the fact that, like, when I, when he's not around, I got to handle stuff for myself. That's fine. Go ahead and sneeze. <laughs> you can leave that in there. That's fine. Y'all make sure y'all say, bless me. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I don't know. It, it's like it's a fine line because it's like I I always wanted a man who can lead. And like kind of like how the Baba talks about like how a man can lead the household. Mm-hmm. But like kind of like what Daddy talked about in the previous episode where it's like that doesn't mean controlling yeah. the relationship or controlling the house. That means you are the leader, you're the protector, you're all that. There are men who misconstrue that and they don't understand what being a leader is. Mm-hmm. Or they, they be so quick to be like, oh, well, women are supposed to submit and they're supposed to do this. I'm like, you got me fucked up. That's you, the kind of people I keep meeting. I just don't understand. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's just something about the generation that they came from or what they saw or what they've seen on TV. But it's like, yes, some women do want men who can take control and can lead. But like, I think, I think some people have that messed up with what that really means. Yeah. And that's why you have the ones who feel like, oh, I'm supposed to lead you. You got to do whatever I say. You got me fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm trying to think of any other red flags. I'm sure there's more that I can think of. Oh, Talking, I mean, okay, so we've been watching Love is Blind and yeah. the Ultimatum lately. <laughs> and I will say this, red flag is if he does not have any female friends. Because I feel like it is healthy for men and women to have the friends of the opposite sex that they have not had any sexual history with. Because for whatever reason, some people may think that if a man has with female friends that must mean he slept Some, with all yeah of them. something had to I'm happen like, okay so then does that mean if i have any male friends that I've, i must have slept with all of them mm. and i will and i think like, like a double standard exactly but i also feel like having friends of the opposite sex helps teach you how to interact with people as people and not just see them as someone to procreate or have sex with and date because i feel like that's what messes up when people are like, I ain't never had a female friend before. I'm like, that's a red flag. I feel like <laughs> people that have a problem with that are the people that can't just have that regular friendship and want something more. Right. Or the ones who project and they feel like well, yeah, their partner's going to cheat something on happened you to them. because of X, Y, and Z. Or like they think that the uh, the man or the woman that their the partner is friends with is plotting on them to cheat on them. I'm like, yeah, it's not fair. That's not fair. And that's also just shows like you probably don't trust your partner enough. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I feel like those are the big red flags for me, though. Yeah, I think I can't think of any more right now. But if anybody else shows more, I'll sh- I'll tell y'all about them. If anything, y'all go ahead and go, when we post the episode, go to the Instagram and post y'all red flags. Yeah, or y'all icks. You ever see that on TikTok where they be like, "My ick about you is oh icks like stuff oh, they yeah. don't like." Yeah. Oh, what are green flags? Um, I like positive people. Mm-hmm. People that believe in God. Yeah, basically the opposite of everything you see. Yeah. They got a car. No, it's, like I, I said, it's not that they have to have a car. Mm-hmm. If it, it depends on the situation. Yeah. But uh, I like people that want more for themselves. Mm-hmm. That want like a family dynamic, you know. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's a lot more. Yeah. For me, somebody I feel safe with and secure with. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, that too. Somebody that understands. I don't know if I really. Yeah, love languages are a thing, but I guess, like, you know, like they can show me affection and love the way that I want it. And then, like, I can also reciprocate it back to them. Yeah. And it's not like this whole difficult thing. Like, right. it doesn't. It, well, it I read feels, on the internet that. Right. Like, it could just, just be get to natural. know me. Exactly. Yeah. It could just be natural and. It just feels like it falls into place. Um, I think I'm trying to keep appearances out of it. I mean, but it's hard. It's hard, but like I'm talking about emotional green flags and like okay, people that are empathetic. I mean, yeah. Did I say that right? Empathetic, yeah. Yeah. People that are empathetic. People that can show their feelings or express their feelings. Communication is a big one for me. Mm -hmm. I think people who are good communicators are big green flags. I think. Folks who care about their family, their friends, and... People that are genuine. Yeah. Like, people that can be genuinely excited for you. Mm-hmm. And, like, and not jealous of you when you have things going on in your life and they don't. Yes, because I was just about to say what you said before about, like, people being petty about, like, your success over their success. So they be competitive with you or they be, like, projecting their insecurities. I feel like 
it is completely fine to feel insecure about something. Yeah. But once you project it at me as if it is my fault, I'm I'm like, I'm already checked out. Yes, yeah, probably. But I think having a partner who is excited about like like we should be cheering each other on to be our best selves. And like, yeah, somebody may make more money than somebody else, or like somebody may have an achievement and the other person doesn't have an achievement. It's kind of like when we was watching Montez and Bianca, mm-hmm. um, like their reality show. Y'all, I, I got worried into wrestling, kind of. I'm very proud yeah, of that. No. Okay, you just like Bianca. Anyways, it's close enough. <laughs> I just was watching their their relationship. I know, but like I kind of like their dynamic of how like he's very open about like how he wants where he wants his career to go. Mm, but he's, at the same time, he's still happy for her. He's you're right. He ain't dogging or like he, I think a man who who can admit that he's jealous and he wishes he could be where he's at, where she's at. I'm sorry, but not make it her problem and not project it on her is huge because I feel like there are we've seen a lot of TV shows and relationships where people do that and then that turns to them like basically doing something stupid yeah. or starting a fight because they're like well I just wish I was better for you but I'm sorry I don't make this I don't, I don't do this and it's like I didn't ask you for that nobody asked you for that like shit sometimes the people like you being there the presence is what they, they want and I I like that dynamic so like yeah like that whole thing is a big green flag for me yeah that's a good one yeah that's a really so. good one mm-hmm um, what are some lessons that you learned through dating? Um, geez, that's a lot. Same sis. Always have a fake number that works. <laughs> so you can give it out at the club. <laughs> I don't go to the club anymore. No, for real. Cause a dude called me right in front of me. I was like, damn, that's my old number. My bad. Oh, oh I was so upset. I had to give him my number cause he would not leave me alone. <laughs> Oh, no. I, I used to have a so back this is me All dating you myself. Do is just block them after yeah i did but i didn't want him to have my number period yeah but we were what was it this is like when you could have a google phone number for free oh so yeah like you could go to google and like with your gmail account you could have a number for people to call i tried to give him that one and i, I got the number messed up i was like damn it so i was like <laughs> yeah here here's my number sure <laughs> shit <laughs> All right, so always have a fake number. Mm-hmm. What else? Or I, I, w- I wish I could say because people are probably like, "Damn, you didn't have to give him a fake number." I'm like, "Yes, I did," because I'm a woman. And I mean, if you didn't want to give me a number in the first place, then oh. it's up to you. Yeah, but like, it's we gotta remember, like, as women, we gotta protect ourselves. And the problem is when you say no, sometimes people ain't gonna always like no, yes. and then they gonna take it to either a violent. Or a very uncomfortable level. Yeah. So when people, if anybody who judges me for giving out fake numbers, I don't care. Fuck I was you. Doing, fuck you. I was keeping myself safe. Um, I also feel like, first off, I never went to the club to find a man. <laughs> <laughs> so I just went to the club to go with my friends. Um, but anyways, I guess that would be another one. Like, if you want to meet somebody, if you want to go, if you're trying to meet people to date them. Go to places that you like to go because it's natural that you're going to meet people there that enjoy the same interests that you have. Well, fuck, I ain't never going to meet nobody. <laughs> you like going to record stores? I like staying at home. I know. We all like staying at home. I like staying at home and going to church. Well, that's And there's the only old for. people at our church, so I'm not going to meet anybody there. Well, that's what the internet's for. The people on the internet are crazy. I know. That's why we just got to weed them out for you. Honestly, if you're listening to this episode and you know somebody that meets Roy's requirements. <laughs> <laughs> Not you just go put me out just there like shoot, that. shoot a message to our DM <laughs> and tell us more about them. She likes them. She likes men tall, taller than her. So at least 5'10 and up. <laughs> um, clean, shaven. You know, if they got a beard, take care of it. Make sure they got a haircut. I'm trying to think of what else. Let's see how well they gotta have. Some, they got. They gotta have some style to them. <laughs> but if they don't got style, she can fix that. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, know their music. She really is a big music buff. So like, if they know their music, like especially like neo soul R and B, like that's her jam. You so, just know me so well. I do. I keep do. going. Keep I do. Going. Let's see. Oh, uh, her favorite fruits. Make sure they bring her favorite fruit snacks. She is. A, she is allergic to flowers. Do not give her flowers. Yo, give her a bouquet 
of fruit snacks. Can we pause right there? Yeah. I dated someone in the past. Mm-hmm. I They brought me flowers. I was very thankful. I even put them in a thing and whatever. And I sadly had to let them know, like, hey, I had to throw them flowers out because my eyes were swollen the next day. Guess what they did? What did they Kept buying me fucking flowers. Oh, so yeah, no. And, like, every time I saw them. I know you're allergic to them, but they were just so beautiful. You could just... Like, fuck you, nigga. And them flowers. <laughs> you could just... Do, and it sucks because it's like, no, nah, for real. Like, if you're... If somebody you dating saying, like, I like flowers, but I can't have them. Or, like, thank you, but I don't like this because right. it's X, Y, and Z. I think maybe find something else that you know that they like. For everything, for the money he was spending on flowers, he could have gone and bought you a new vinyl. No, seriously. That would because that's the same amount of money he would have spent. He could have just like you know what, I'm gonna buy her a vinyl every time I see her, and that's like the the music artist that I know she likes. That yeah. would show one, you listen. Mm-hmm. Two, you know what I like, and you took enough interest to go get something. Like let me tell you, I got a rainbow monkey upstairs. Like from the kids next door cartoon. Yeah. Because my boyfriend remembered I mentioned one time how I always wanted a rainbow monkey from that cartoon when I was a kid. And he bought I, it. And See? he bought it for me. And, and you I'm got just a like, good one. That's just yeah, he is. But I think that's right, don't like, rub it in hoe. Huh? I said, All right, don't rub it in hoe. I wasn't trying to rub it in. Go <laughs> I'm ahead. just saying an example of like <laughs> it don't take a lot to listen and like actually do something for your partner instead of just like, oh, women like flowers. I'm going to get her flowers. But all women don't like flowers. Yeah. Even if I wasn't allergic to flowers, I wouldn't want somebody to buy me flowers all the time. Here's yeah. my here's my thing. They die. They die. <laughs> Why would you give me something that's going to die? Yeah. That's depressing to me. They Everybody's do. different. But if I'm literally telling you I'm allergic, mind you, I dated that dude for probably like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And I've received flowers from that guy. After telling him the first time I was allergic, mm-hmm. probably 10 times that whole, out of that whole year and a half. Yeah, that's a lot. I I, I got to a point where I would get home and just throw them away. Yeah, which sucks because it's just like, it's not that you, I mean, I hope you didn't feel ungrateful. You no, didn't I like didn't. Them. Like I was grateful, but after a point where you tell somebody I'm allergic to something and I can't have it, you keep buying it for me. Like, are you trying to fucking kill me? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it do feel that way. Did you hear anything I said? Right. No, that's a good one. So, like, honestly, just be a good listener. Yeah, that's a really good lesson. Yeah, be a good listener. I would say when you're dating somebody, show up as your authentic self. Yes. Because they're going to see the true you. It's going to, oh, bitch, it's going to come out. It'll come out. (laughs) You want to save that for another episode? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we should. That's like the Tennessee trip. I'm trying to keep you Man. in time for your bedtime. I'm just saying. <sighs> I could just give a little snippet. Okay. Here we go. Yeah, so I went on this trip with the same guy that was giving me flowers. I ain't gonna hope I hopefully I don't mess up and say no names. I'll cut it out if you do. <laughs> Anyways, we were going to supposedly meet their family in a different state. And when we got there, well mind you, I told you I have been dating this person for a year and a half. They were very calm, cool, collected, didn't have any problems, didn't show any signs of anything red flagish, besides like a couple small things, but I dealt with it because I like their personality. Mm-hmm. So we go on this trip and I don't know what it was, but something hit me in my gut as soon as we got to the airport. Like, bitch, turn around. <laughs> I called my mama like, Ma, I don't think I'm going to do this. And it was the person's birthday. And she's like, you just going to leave on their birthday? She's like, no, I'm not going to say that. I'll come pick you up if you want me to. I'm like, no, I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew I got allergies. We flew to where we was going. And I started sniffling. And because I started sniffling, that person canceled everything. We went all the way out of town. Did not meet a single family member. I was stranded in the Airbnb for four days. Mm-hmm. And they turned into like a very controlling person. And it was the worst trip I had ever been on in my life. Yeah. So, like, I feel like if you just come to your relationship being who you are, because I, I, I was who I was. Like, I'm a very goofy person. I'm very honest. I felt like that was me the whole time. But mm-hmm. I was ready to take my bags and walk home from a different state. That's how bad it was. 
It was terrible. Yeah. And he ate her bacon. Oh, yeah. Everybody, yo, my favorite meal of the day is breakfast. Pancakes, eggs, and bacon. I could eat it three times a day if I could. Mind you, I said I was sniffling. We went to a restaurant, the one place we did go to, Mm -hmm. because we had to leave the Airbnb (laughs) because it was time to leave. I went to the bathroom, blow my nose, and I came back, and that nigga ate my bacon. Without asking. Didn't say nothing. He had a whole full course breakfast over there. Yeah. He go eat my fucking bacon. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it. It just pisses me off every time. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, okay. All right. I'll, I'll change the subject. Um, <laughs> any other lessons learned? That I guess I've, I've learned a lot where it's just like, for me, and I'll say like this kind of segues into like what have what has dating taught us about ourselves. Mm-hmm. I learned for me that I'm not going to get emotional. <laughs> I'm just I'm trying to put it to the right word. <clears throat> Basically, I used to think when I first started dating that I should just be thankful because somebody showed interest in me. And that's really sad. Oh. I really I really thought because like growing up, like, you know, being a black girl in middle school, nobody thought I was pretty. Or if they did think I was pretty, they were trying to do inappropriate things at like a very inappropriate age. And I just felt like, you know what, it's, it's easier for me to block people away and never like engage with guys because you can't hurt my feelings if I don't let you hurt my feelings. So then when people did start paying attention to me, I was really like going back to that. I don't want to get pregnant. I don't want to mess up my life. Like I'd rather just focus on school and stuff and focus on me. But then that kind of caused me to feel stunted a little bit because I didn't get much dating experience growing up until I got to like college. And I made it up in my head because I'm like thinking about the timeline and everything that that's what I think like was a big reason why I was like really frustrated with dating a lot is because I just thought it was supposed to be you meet somebody, they like you, you eventually fall in love, then you get married and you have kids. Like that's what it seemed like it was supposed to be and that it should happen within, you know, by the time I'm 24. Well, didn't happen that way. But I always thought that, you know what, I should just be thankful that somebody likes me or somebody showed an interest in me and somebody wants to be with me. But thinking that way, because I would, a lot of people throughout my life would say things like, well, why are you single? Why are you single? As if it's like my fault that I'm single. Because when I was open to dating and I was ready to date, there wasn't really anybody around me to date or I feel like when I did date or talk to guys, they didn't want to take things further with me. So I went through a really rough breakup in like my first serious relationship that didn't even last that long, but like it hit me hard because I think because I thought that relationship was falling into place of how I thought it was supposed to in the way that I thought how, you know, you date, you say, I love you. And then, like, you know, talk, he would bring up talking about marriage and kids and stuff and everything. And this is, like, we're seniors in college. So it felt like, okay, so things are going to go that route with this person. I started to imagine my life with him. And I didn't, and I, I will say honestly, I wasn't thinking of it. I was thinking of it in the way that these people in Ultimatum be thinking about marriage. Like, I wasn't really truly thinking about, well, then what is it going to be like having kids with this man? What is our dynamic as a married couple going to be? Like, I do like him as a boyfriend. Like, I, I love him for, like, the way he treats me and he loves me or whatever. But, like, is this really my forever person? And, you know, when you really sit down and start asking yourself those questions, instead of just being grateful for being with somebody and not being alone, things start, make the math starts mathing. Mm-hmm. And then when you get older, I would say, like, I stopped dating after that relationship for, like, three or four years, like I just closed myself off. And then I eventually started dating again and rough, just, it was very rough. But again, I taught myself that like, it was basically, it wasn't until I got to therapy. Alexa, stop listening to us. There's a microphone off button on smart speakers, which electronically disconnects the microphones. When pushed, I pushed it last week because that's why I'm pissed off. She oh, I pushed it this morning. Oh, well, maybe. I don't know. Okay. 
Well, anyways, Lux is a nosy bitch. <laughs> Point is, um, I, when I went to therapy and I really started to work on myself, I think I was like 27 and really started to work through some stuff, my relationships and dating and kind of like unpacking like what was basically my barriers there. And I learned that the ideals I had about dating weren't necessarily wrong. It was just that like, I put so much pressure on myself about like how the relationship was supposed to go. And like, if and I used to think like, as long as I make myself accommodating and helpful and do everything I can to make my partner happy, then they'll want to be with me. And then that stopped me from being my authentic self. Mm-hmm. Because when you're constantly worried about the other person and always making them happy and doing whatever they want, you, you lack you lack and you lose part of yourself. Like the last relationship I was in before the one I'm in currently was the worst one I have ever been in. And do wanted to change me in a lot of different ways. Like I, I don't care about privacy. I'll put this out there. This asshole wanted me wanted to have an open relationship after I said very firmly that like I don't I did not want to have an open relationship and I don't believe in an open relationship. That shit's weird to me. It's and it's frustrating because like like my quick story time. We were at a party. This is like the, the the last line for me. We were at a party at his friend's place. They had a cookout, and like he brought it up jokingly. And I was like, I looked at him, I'm like, what are you doing? He's just like, well, you know, if you would just be more open-minded. And like, Mm. this is a room full of people. And like, everybody's like looking at us. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And it was just like, basically, he felt like I wasn't enough for him. And that shit hurt. Yeah. It it really hurt. It really messed me up. But when I really thought about it, I'm like, you know what? You're right. I'm not enough for you. Because you are nowhere near enough for me. Yeah, because you are the prize, bitch. Yeah, exactly. And I had to learn that I had to teach myself that it's just like, wow, I was just so focused on wanting to be with somebody because I didn't want to be alone. Mm-hmm. And like I said before, early at the start of this podcast is like somebody had said something. Well, a few people had said things like, oh, you know, maybe you can meet somebody before you turn 30. And like literally it was the year I was turning 30. So I was like, I think deep down I stayed in a bad situation because I didn't want to be alone by the time I turned 30. I think people got to, older people of like more, they got to realize like life is not how it used to be back in the day. Mm-mm. And there's a lot more pressures in the world than what they had going on. It might've been big to them, but now it's like, if somebody's not in a relationship or if somebody's not married or if they don't have kids, don't keep bringing it up. Cause you don't know what, what obstacles or things are in their way. Yeah. And, what or what yeah already. what they've been through or what's going on and you're just adding like you're just putting salt on the wound because that's the time <clears> when <throat> my friends uh at a bible study said they basically hinted at well like maybe god just has singleness in mind for you like and you have to what learn how heck? to accept that right and i mean they was talking about like that i was meant to be single for the rest of my life wow and i was just like well, I'm not going to come no more now. Yeah. I didn't come there for a while, and then she didn't go there no more. Um, there was that point, and then there was, like, at one point we were all, like, having, like, an outing, and people were talking about dating, and someone was like, well, why are you guys going? Um, where are you guys meeting guys at? I'm like, you know, I just, I'm open to meeting people wherever, but, like, I just, you got to be social and go out with friends and stuff. Like, well, that's the problem. You got to meet men in the church. And I was like, well, let me tell you how there yeah, are the fuck people boys in, in the church. church. Right. Right. There are fuck boys in the church too. And there are like the women. People put on acts just like they put on acts. Exactly. So I'm like, please don't act like just because you go to church <clears> and you meet somebody at church. That means that they ain't right. putting on an act or that that's going to be your husband. Because let me tell you, I went to a Christian college <laughs> and they pushed the ring by spring agenda to everybody. I know half that campus was cheating on each other with the other half yeah so please yeah, yeah. these people watch what they say exactly i no. had somebody because if you guys know me i love kids mm-hmm. i love babies all that i was holding the baby a few sundays ago and somebody was like, i just know you can't wait till you have your own yeah. that's why it's like you got to be careful what you say to people because i physically can't have kids i've been to the doctor yes i've prayed about it yes you know like Mm-hmm. I know miracles happen, but 
I also listen to the doctor what they say. I'm not going to put myself in danger. Yeah. So it's like, you got to watch what you say to people because you don't know what they're going through. Oh, yeah. Because everybody has, like, their own journey. Yeah. And I think with dating and life and family, <clears throat> having kids, all that, I wish people would be more sensitive to how they yeah. say things because it's like, what if somebody had a surrogate and they'd be like, well, that baby don't look like you at all. And it's just like, you might think you just making a, a simple comment, but like that can really be eat that somebody right. inside that that baby that, didn't yeah. look like them that Keep much. Keep that shit to yourself. Like, it, it's just some things I think like, just say the baby's cute. Yeah. Just, or, you know, just like, like you are a lovely young woman and you know, whoever ends up being your partner is going to be the luckiest person. Hell yeah. Like say stuff like that versus like judging people for being single or making comments about it. Cause I think, for me, I truly struggle when people would always make comments about me being single. And now it's comments about me not having kids yet. Or if they try to hook you up with their family members that they know ain't shit. Ain't shit. Like, you know that nigga lay in a room and play the game all damn day. Just because I like anime <laughs> and your son like anime don't mean I'm going to like your son. <laughs> that, that is no one specific. That was just something I remember yeah. somebody bringing up. Like, oh, they like that stuff too. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> well, it's you you already said you're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. But like how is or has dating been for you now that we're older? Um, now, especially after the last relationship which that was like 2 years ago. I got to say, oh no, 3 years ago. Thank God. Further and further away. Um I would say Getting in a relationship is just the first step. Like dating is a challenge in and of itself. And then getting in a relationship is also a challenge because I think what helped with my situation was we took the time to get to know each other and we talked a lot um, before we decided to get into a relationship with one another. And I'm very thankful for that because, and you know, it worked out because we're in a long distance relationship. So there's that. Mm -hmm. But I think if it if we were closer, like we lived physically, if we lived closer to one another, it's like, you know, some stuff feels like it could have been sped up and we would have like rushed the relationship. So I think taking your time with a person, getting to know them, um, getting to like really determine what your dynamic is with them goes a long way. Yeah. And I think having a lot of grace and patience is what I've learned is like not just with them but with myself because I have anxiety I have things like especially I have a lot I had a lot of anxiety around dating um being able to just like detach and I don't mean like shut myself off to the person but like not take everything so personal like just because they didn't pick up the phone that one time does not mean the end of the world is going to happen or that they hate you or you know just because they're busy or you're busy, that doesn't mean y'all are growing apart. Yeah. It's like it's like simple things. Of like, you got to learn how to just trust one another. And I think communication and trust and all those things are very important when you're starting out. But I also feel like dating and relationships and love, they're as hard as we make it. And I guess what I mean by that is, like, if you truly want to be with a person you'll put in the work to be with them. It is going to be hard. That doesn't mean it's, it's going to be easy. I just mean some people will make excuses as to why they can't be with somebody. But if you truly want to be with the person, then you'll put in the effort to be with them. Like you said, like if you want to date, if they want to date you, Roya, they will find a way to get to you. They're not going to use, like, oh, I ain't got a car, so I can't come see you, so we got to cancel our plans. No, you're a grown-ass person. You're going to figure out a way to get to me. <clears throat> you really want to spend time with me. Yeah. But what about you? What have you learned? Uh, right now, I think I more so am just focusing on myself mm-hmm. and figuring out what I truly want and what I like and like I'm just not trying to rush into anything I feel that because I am 28 and it's there's lots of different people out there I mean there's probably people like me 
Mm-hmm. But then they're probably doing the same thing as me and keep it to themselves. So the people I keep meeting just end up being not what I am wanting or expecting that I'm supposed to be with. But at this point in my life, I'm just like, whatever God has for me is for me. And it's going to happen. And yeah. going out there trying to force it to happen is not going to make it work. So No, I agree. I mean, it's like, I do believe that there is somebody for everybody. I also do believe that we talked about it earlier when we was like seeing clips of this show. It's just like, I guess I believe that God has put people on this earth that we're meant to have connections with and that we're meant to like have strong bonds with. But I don't know if I believe in the concept of like one soulmate because, you know, people die, folks break up. And if you think that like that one person that you broke up with was your soulmate, will you always be looking back on that relationship and not being able to look forward on like the next step in your life? You know what I mean? Yeah. But then I do think a love will come along. Like I truly believe that the relationship I'm in right now is like the best. It is the best relationship I've had. But I also feel like I don't think I can't imagine loving anybody the way I love him. See, I don't think I believe in soulmates. Mm-hmm. I believe that you can have different types of love for different types of people. Yeah. Like. It's not always going to be an end all be all. Yeah. Like you, you may, you can receive a different type of love that you never knew you needed from someone else. Mm-hmm. And which, get yeah, which will open you up to showing a different type of love. Like everybody's different. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think I believe in soulmates. Even though, nah, never mind. No, nah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just believe that there's people we're destined to meet in this life. Yeah. And that God like puts on this earth for us and we're on we're on this earth for them. But that doesn't mean that there's like one true love and because you didn't see that person on the train stop at the right time that you're never going to find <laughs> love again. Right. God, where my person at? Where do I need to be? Look, just drop a pin. Drop the location. Share, <laughs> share the location. Well, to, to wrap things up, I guess I'd like to lighten it a bit, little bit because we did get deep there. Um, let's talk about worst date, favorite date, dream date. Worst date was the trip. Okay. Favorite date? Uh, I guess I would say uh, I w- You know what? I went to this jazz. Uh, what is his name? Plays the saxophone. Everybody knows who he is. Oh, Kenny. Kenny G. Kenny G. I had this guy. You know what's crazy? Mm-hmm. When we were younger. I used to be in love with this guy, mm-hmm. and then we ended up dating. We were older. And I mean, like, I still like rock, like we still cool, but we just realized we're not meant to be together. But we went to this Kenny G concert mm-hmm. and I had never been to like a, just a jazz concert or whatever. And it was just a vibe. Like it was super dope. And he was very like, like attentive, I guess you can say. And mm-hmm. it was like, you could just, you, we were just both happy to be where we were. And it was just, it was just genuine. Yeah. Really nice date. Dream date. Mm. I don't know. I uh, that's tough. Yeah. Maybe like a actual trip, like out of the country type. That. Want to play a game? No. No, come on. Or like pick your dream date. For like you. to a neo soul concert. Fine. Because I love me some neo soul music. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was gonna say I can come up with your own dream date for you. Give somebody some game. That's fine. <laughs> okay, what is it? Okay, so <clears throat> they pick you up and they have a bouquet of fruit snacks. <laughs> now we're gonna do a simple version and then like an extravagant version. Okay. So this is a simple version. Then they find a drive-in movie theater where Space Jam is playing. Oh, I don't even gotta be Space Jam. I just love a drive-in movie I know. theater. <laughs> But Space Jam is one of your favorites. Yes. But yes, so one of your favorite movies was playing. Then um, I think a bonus would be if they got your favorite food while y'all watch the movie, but it needs to be fresh. So like that would be the, the key. So like either y'all stop at like Chick Fil A or get you and get you a, a cookies and cream shake mm, to go with it. And then 
maybe I'll just go somewhere like buy some water watch, and then like look at the stars and play music that you like man you know me so well that's a simple, I think that's a very I'm a simple, very simple person yeah it's like it's simple but it's a little extra because it's like I can see you like really enjoying someone putting the thought into like wow they really know me and they really yeah. took the time to like plan this out for me yeah so I think that would be a good dream day for you um my turn now worst date um met this dude at starbucks for coffee it was online dating y'all i don't care like most a lot of people do it this day and age but and he had made a big deal about like height like he he was the one he's like oh i'm like how tall are you i'm like oh i'm five four and then he's like (laughs) i didn't think nothing about it he's like i'm five seven i'm like okay cool i didn't think nothing of it yeah and then like when i look back at his pictures i realized he had cropped himself to not like have any reference you to his You can see height. his whole body. You can see his whole body. So like he shows up. Like I mean, like he zoomed in on his shoulders and frames. Like, he looked <laughs> like he was like really built and stuff. So we go on the day and we I'm there early. He's like 30 minutes late. At this point, I'm just ready to like bail and not be there no more. He finally walks in and I'm in like two inch heels from work. Because I got off work early. Why can I see the top of his head? <laughs> and I'm not. Five, typi- seven, my ass. I'm not typically a height person. I'm not. Because I'm five, four. Everybody's taller than me. But it's like, bro, you really lied about your height. And you the one that made it such a big deal. And he's like, oh, so I look like what you thought I would. He was insecure. He was so insecure about his height. And then he kept bringing up like his past relationships and dating. Like it was more. I'm like. I'm just like, bro, I'm just, I made an excuse to leave early. I think I had you call me, actually. <laughs> I don't remember that. I probably just texted you and like, I need you to call me. And then I said like, oh, I got a family thing I got to go handle. And then I left. He tried to go in for a kiss afterwards. And I <laughs> swerved. And I was just like, nope. I am weak. Yeah. So that was the worst date. Um, Best date? Huh. Trying to think. I'm really simple. Like I'm really content with like staying in and watching movies. So mm-hmm. like <laughs> when um me and my boyfriend we had linked up and we like spent the weekend together, we watched um Cocaine Bear. Uh and <laughs> we decided to make a drinking game out of every time they would say the one girl's name because it was just funny how they would say it. I can't remember what her name was. Um, but it was just funny. And then, like, but it was just, like, us watching scary movies, and we ordered sushi, and we went out, we actually went out a few times, went to, like, a few places. It's just, like, for me, it's just, like, the very simple stuff. Like, I like cuddling and spending time with one another and watching our favorite movies, and it's, like, when you're long distance, you can't always do that. Like, we do that, and we do that with, like, by FaceTiming and, like, yeah. watching stuff together. Doing but doing that. it in person is yeah. different. the quality time still matters to me and it's important when we do it whether we're in the same place or not but i would say just like having that time with him and just like being in each other's space cuddling watching movies together like that's all i really need and then like we'll go and do other stuff like i just enjoy all the stuff we've done so it's hard for me to pick like but i think that's like one of my favorite moments because that was one of the first times we got to be together in the same space okay dream date dream date um, I guess I'll pick something outside the house because I'm always going to pick something in the house. When I try to pick in the house, you gave me a hole. Because you never leave the house. I leave all the time. Anyways. Um, okay, I am not. <laughs> a, I do not have agoraphobia. Who went to go pick up the food tonight? You did. You yeah. offered, though. Shit, if you offer, I'm going to let you go. Uh-huh. Would you have gone otherwise after you came I would have got delivered like I was going to the first place. <laughs> okay. That doesn't help your point. I still leave. I leave more than you. I have to go to work every day. Yeah, it's true. I, I go be sociable with kids all day. Mm-hmm. Once you come home, you're just like, oh, gosh, I don't have enough. You know how many stories I heard today? I know. That made no sense? Yeah. You know how many missing teeth I've seen? No. You know how many farts I walked through? Okay. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> Thank you. Give me your dream date. <laughs> Honestly, my dream date, I just want somebody to plan something for me that they really know me. Just like, like a surprise. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind a surprise about it. Like, ooh, take me to, because I, I love to eat meat, like, like steak. <laughs> <laughs> so you can take me to a steakhouse. Carnivore. Yeah, I am a carnivore. 
um, take me to a steakhouse or like just somewhere that you know like my favorite food is at. Um, I feel like you like going to things where you can do like art stuff and whatnot. Yeah, I, was I, I could say, see somebody take you to a part a pottery place or. I do like that. Um, like we did, we just did candle making. Or I like, do like activities. Actually, I figured it out. I want to go to a rage room. Oh, and break some shit. Yes, we That'd break shit cool. together and like you know just have fun. Scare them. Like, this is what's gonna happen to you if you fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> the intention but no it's just like you know it's fun to let out that energy and shit or like even laser tag just doing something oh fun. yeah like an activity like going to get dinner is fun and all at fancy, fancy restaurants but like i, I value, don't like that type of shit i value quality time and doing things with somebody so it's like we could literally go and do like a paint and sip or like go make rugs for each other yeah see or, i could see you do stuff like that yeah i am not a sit down and eat type of person like it's nice, it's cool. but it's just dinner. But I'm not a foodie. Yeah, I am a foodie sometimes. So, like, food doesn't make me ex- excited. Like, yeah, I have to eat to survive, but yeah. let's go have some fun. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I kind of like walking around afterwards and, then like, enjoying the scenery. So, I think I, I just need to have, like, a walk included. Um, give me, like, my favorite alcohol. And, yeah. Just as long as somebody does something and they know they they come up with something that I they really know me, I'm yeah. happy with that. You see that? Mm-hmm. What time is it? It is eight forty six. It's almost your bedtime. I'm struggling over here. Well, we're done. I was waiting for you to like talk. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I guess I'm pretty sure there's gonna be more things we could talk about with dating as this show goes on. Um, but I feel like this is, we, we wrapped everything up with this. Yeah. And Roy has to go to sleep. Yeah, y'all. I, I got a strict bedtime. Otherwise, my life be in shambles. Look, I got a full eight hours of sleep last night. I'm trying to get back to that again. <laughs> so, but I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. This I think this was very fun to talk about with you because we've talked about dating a lot as we've gotten older. Yeah. And I don't know. I hope people can share or feel, you know, open enough to share with us about their dating experiences. Yeah, we know it's rough. Yeah. Good luck. (laughs) I'm not. May the force be with you. May the force be with you. I'm not for the streets. I'm for the sheets, meaning I'm for my bed. I was going to say, you got a little freaky there on <laughs> Okay, she's not always got a mean freak. Cool. I mean, okay. <laughs> Anyways. That's why I have to emphasize it. Because, you know, we got, <laughs> we got certain people listening now. <laughs> hey, we still got to be our authentic selves. This is true. Shout out to y'all. Appreciate y'all. Yeah. Oh, a little update. We got people all over the world listening to us. Oh, that's right. We got two people in France. Yeah. And somebody in Belgium. Bonjour. Bonjour. (laughs) (laughs) Au revoir. Don't know what that one meant, but. I I think that's goodbye. Do you? Hey. No, we appreciate everybody for listening, though. Thank you, Mon Ami. (laughs) I don't know what that one means either. I just know people say that. You gotta stop just saying shit. (laughs) And we're gonna lose our listeners. (laughs) <laughs> I didn't do an accent. I feel like that's what's going to make them leave. But anyways, yeah. Thank y'all again for listening to this podcast. So far, we have reached over 600 downloads since we started. Mm-hmm. And we really appreciate y'all rocking with us. So keep staying tuned for more episodes. And, you know, maybe next time. I don't know what we're going to talk about yet. We don't. You can give us some topics, though. Yeah, topics, listener questions. Actually, if y'all want to get unsolicited advice from me and Roya, we are down for that. Just know... We are not professionals, but if you want to submit any (laughs) questions or get advice from us, you can do so by messaging us on our social platforms. Oh, yeah. So we can just do an episode of just answering questions in our own listener questions. Yeah, I like that. Well, y'all better get to writing us questions then. But with that, y'all can follow us on Instagram (laughs) and Facebook at B-I-S-S-S-3-S-S-H underscore listen to this you see our picture our little logo thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, follow then. like share comment subscribe yes now everybody say good night Ryan. okay <laughs> bye bye <laughs>